Please. Say what? Say what? Say what? You know that I like it, baby. Mm -hmm. Girl, you know what's up. And you know what I need. Ooh. Say what? Say what? Say what? You know. Hey, 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 I like that. <laughs> Me and my girl, Deja, back for another episode of Noted Love Letters and Reflections. Back at it again with the white funds. That's my favorite line, and that's never getting old. But <coughs> Excuse me, dang. What? What was that? I don't like these. <laughs> the first minute of the podcast, I'm coughing. That's crazy. Um, anyways, so we want to talk about focus in on you. The cliche. Cliche, cliche, cliche. Yes. Who wants that perfect love story anyway? Cliche. Oh, that goes well. Yes. That goes well. But anyways, y'all know I can't sing. Um, <laughs> so we want to talk about the cliche focus on yourself, right? And I think that what cliches do is they take away the severity of what something means because it's you so often, right? Mm-hmm. We have to as human beings not even just as women young women um going moving in more into our maturity now in our 30s oh my gosh <laughs> i'm you yawning on the podcast no, no i wasn't yawning <laughs> <laughs> i heard you say 30 and i was like Ooh. oh, oh. <laughs> so <laughs> you both like no <laughs> so i was about to say you bored already um Never. so moving into our 30 somethings yeah we often Ooh, i'm gonna be 32 <sighs> about to be 32 oh my god oh. yikes i'm about to be 31 but that's okay that's okay i'm still young i'm still a young yes. spring chicken um <laughs> a young spring avocado <laughs> Yo, really so thinking about focusing on yourself and like i said you don't really think about how important that is mm-hmm. because it's you so often anything you go through in life people are like well just focus on yourself yeah. and it's just like well what even does that mean i am learning to trust myself more i'm becoming more aware of my shortcomings and i'm striving to outwork them grab a pen and a notepad Let's talk to the little girl in you and write love letters to the woman you are becoming. Let's grow. Let's reflect a little. Let's laugh a little. Let's love ourselves a lot. Let's make our lives noteworthy. Right? And I think now at this part of my life, I'm really starting to, not starting, because I've been been doing the work. It's been in motion. Really moving deeper into what that looks like and what that feels like. So how would you say you are, what are some things that you are doing you think to focus on yourself or are you there yet? Right? Like, yes, yes, yes. Um, for me, it, you know, I go in waves one minute. I'm up on top of the mountain. The next minute I am drowning, but that's okay. Cause I always get up. Um, one thing if you do follow me on social media, you know I just went to DR for my best friend's wedding and I honestly had the best time of my life. I take my children everywhere with me. If I'm on vacation, they're on vacation. I'm always with my daughters. 
And that experience for me and realizing that I am not just a mom, that I am a human really was important to me. And I feel like it brought something out of me. I was actually just talking to Ebony last night and just saying how I really needed that. Like I, it wasn't, even though the focus was her wedding, I got to focus so much on myself. I walked on the beach by myself. I prayed. I just took walks. I went out to eat by myself, which is something that I don't do. Mm -hmm. I always feel like I have to have somebody with me. So fitness, going to the gym, that is something that I definitely do for myself because it's my time. It's my me time. Being in that gym sometimes is the only hour that you get a day by yourself when you're not at work. You're not being a mom. You're not being a partner. All of these things. So for me, it's definitely the gym. Just taking a walk sometimes. Instead of driving to your house today, I took a walk and mm -hmm. just put my headphones in and was like, oh, this is nice, you know? So meditating. I just said that on the last um, episode, five minutes a day, just finding those little moments to take care of me. Mm -hmm. Getting up earlier. That is Ooh, something, that's something I need to work yes. on. Oof. I like to get up before my children get up. Oof. My girl, they be sleeping like they're teenagers and they're nine. But <laughs> I literally try to get up every day at least no later than 540 in the morning mm -hmm. so that I can have my me time. I can drink a glass of, I mean, cup of tea. I can just have that play. Um, I'm big on professional development. So I'm listening to Eric Thomas, Sarah Jake Roberts, anybody just putting that on and having my time in the morning. Mm -hmm. So that is a big thing. Wake up earlier yes. than your children. Oh, that's a tip for me. Yeah. Tips and tricks with Adasia. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. So yeah, waking up earlier. That's a big one. You mm -hmm. have to. If you want that me time or because I know everybody knows I go to bed at eight o'clock. I don't have time. I'm, I'm in bed. You definitely be sleep super I do. early. I do. For me, some things I do for myself is I need to add that to my list. I cannot get out the bed in the morning. Like it is a. How many times do you press news? Oh, I'm embarrassed. Oh, I literally press news until I have no choice. Like literally, I have to leave my house at no later than seven. Oh, five, and that's pushing it because I have to that's, be at work at 7 15. Yeah, so I can I have to leave my house no later than 7 05, and sometimes I will snooze literally to like 6 28. What, Brie? Literally, I cannot get out the bed in the morning. I don't know what my problem is. So, you get dressed for work, like you like, yeah, I get dressed like for work, but I pick you out my clothes. It. So, but I pick out my clothes at night, so okay. that's helpful. I pick out my clothes at night, and also, like, for the most part, Ethan and our lunch is already prepared for the oh, next so day, pretty too. much set, yeah, like for the most part. So even if I don't pick out my clothes, like when I'm laying in the bed at night, I'll be thinking about it. Okay. So I know like, and I know where all my clothes are. Yeah. So I'll be like, okay, I'm going to wear these pants and I'm going to wear this shirt. So in the morning time, I just go pick it out. Okay. So okay. I'm like set in that way, but I definitely make up for it with my extra sleep because Lord knows I do, I cannot get out of the bed. And I think. <laughs> but you can, we used to do 5 a.m. I know, that's what I said. Like maybe because my job is. Yeah. stressing me out a little okay. bit or a yeah, lot of it so i think that let me not even try to play it play it safe <laughs> my job is stressing me out very badly so i just do not want to okay so i'm yeah. like not motivated to do it but i know that i have to so i will get up 628 exactly because you have to you have no choice right where my choice is now non-existent so gotcha. but some things i do for myself read like reading is my vibe oh, that's, like, that's my jam 
That is my jam. And I'm not talking about things that I do with my son because I'm trying to separate it, separate it right? Mm-hmm. Like, so I do absolutely, let me not say it. I'm about to say something I love doing with my son, but <laughs> this is about me. This yes. is about me and that's okay, right? So No, for real, because we forget that as mothers. Yeah, so going to the gym is something that I also love to do for myself when I'm focused on myself. Um, meditation. Also, I popped my therapy cherry. <gasps> oh, I do. Oh, yes. I forgot that one. I yeah. love therapy. Yes. yes. I popped my therapy cherry and I have a therapist who is amazing. You love she, her? I do love her. She's from Brooklyn and we just vibe. Like, we just vibe. She be knowing. I be knowing. I be like, queen, this is a struggle. Oh my right? God. I love that for yeah, you. Yeah. So we love, we love, we love therapists. We love therapy. Um, get you a therapist. Yeah. Get you a therapist. If you don't have a therapist, go out and get you some. Yeah. Seriously. Um... But something else I do for myself, you spoke about going to DR, and this is something that I did for the very first time last summer. I went on a solo trip to DC. If you know me, I'm into museums, I'm into the arts, I'm into poetry, I'm into all of the things, and that was everything I looked. Yeah, that needed. It did look amazing. Like, go to my social media. Social media is h u n i e e underscore b e e (laughs) four. scroll down to my dc trip i went to the white house which i'm not super stoked about but whatever it was a fun experience <laughs> i got a coconut icy from the ice cream truck yeah i'm just like i just had a good old grand old time like i ate catfish and collard greens over grits Ooh, it was busting like i had a good old grand old time i went to yoga by myself and you, you met a yep, friend. Yep, I met a friend. His name is Panache. Panache, if you're listening, hey. Yeah, what? Um, So I met a friend named Panache at therapy, and literally he just no, poured at his. DC, in DC. Not therapy, sorry, my yoga. fault. I'm, I'm stuck on therapy. Okay. In DC at yoga. We were actually the only two participants. Um, The only two participants Pins at really? yoga. Yeah, oh, like yeah. it was just, I was by myself until he showed up late, Panache. <laughs> Um, but after yoga, like we just hit it off. Like he started telling me about his life and we were just like having really good, authentic conversations. Him and I went to, um, books, jeez, a poet. It's like, um, in DC, there's a like little restaurant and it's like a bookstore on Mm -hmm. one side and a restaurant. And guess what I had to eat? Again, catfish, collard greens. (laughs) (laughs) I had the catfish, the collard greens, and the grits again because I was like, oh, they got this here too. I'm going to eat this again. It was so good. But it's like um, poets. Y'all know what I'm talking about. If you've ever been to D.C., this is a very popular place. Okay. Um, So I went there. I mean, I was putting... Things in my GPS, like how far is it is going to take to walk to this museum or walk to this place? It will be like 53 minutes. I'm like, I'm out. And you like, walk? I'm out. Like, I had my tote. This is the very first time I bought a tote bag. And like, you walked? I walked. It was like 48 minutes walk. Oh, I was like, let geez. me get my tote. Really? I'm outside. Like, and it, the only place I took an Uber to was to, um when I went to the immersion, I went to... uh african-centered um immersion art museum and i took an uber only because it was across a bridge and i didn't know what that would look like so um i and i didn't have enough time to walk i think it was like a 50 something minute walk and i didn't have enough time to walk but i walked back 
I walked wow. back. I, I really love that for you. It's a no. Sorry. I'm telling you right now, every single day I was walking at least like eight miles. My knees would have been burning. <laughs> nah, Brie. But know. it was everything I needed. It and sounds I, amazing. Yeah, and I think a big part of that solitude was that I purposely forced myself not to call people about every experience I was having. Oh, that. Uh, yes like i forced myself not to be like oh my gosh let me call my husband let me call my friend let me call my sister mm -hmm. look y'all look look, yes. look 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 at this museum Just look enjoying at this. the moment yes and like everywhere i went there was something to do like when i went to um the smithsonian oh my gosh the smithsonian african-american arts museum i know you want to go there <laughs> Go in and experience it yourself. But um, I was even advocating for myself. And you know I don't be speaking up. Like, yeah, I know. So I was like advocating for myself. Me and you both. Yes, when I went to the security guard lady, she was like, oh, we're not accepting um, any... Because you have to go like at a certain time in the mm -hmm. morning. Like, oh, do you have... She was like, do you have tickets? I was like, no, I don't have tickets. But what does one have to do to get into your establishment? <laughs> <laughs> Like, tell me what I have to do to get into your institution. I'm going to figure it out. Right? So, <laughs> you figured it out. I did. I did. She was like, oh, um, in the morning time, you got to wake up at like 6 37 a.m., go on the, um, okay. yep, go yep. on the site and get tickets because it's free too. So, wait, you went all the way there? Yes. So, I was already in the vicinity. Like, I walked to the wash, I walked to, um, to the White House, and then I walked to the Lincoln um, Memorial. Yep, yep, yep. I went to the Washington Monument, and then I was reading a book on a blanket, literally across the street from the museum that I always wanted to go to. I didn't even know that that was it. I'm across the street on a blanket, right? Because literally the Washington Monument is across the street from the Smithsonian. So I'm like, what is that over there? I see a bunch of people over there. Finally, I go over there, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Smithsonian! That's Smithsonian! So no, you love you love all of this. Yes, like so I go over there and I'm like advocating for myself. She was like, Oh, we can't let you in. I was like, um, but I was like, I'm a teacher, I'm on a solo trip. I'm like, I'm like, I'm here by myself. Like, what can I do? Like, how can we work this out? Queen, wink, wink, black exactly, lady, seriously. sister. Not with the ER, with the A exactly. H, right? Let me in. Yeah, let me in, Queen, Queen. Come on. Queen you let you in, she she didn't. Okay. But she told me how to get in there, and I, I did get that. in there. I would say that I got I have mad energy right now, but I would say that it was underwhelming. And the reason why it was underwhelming was because there was too many people. Okay, you couldn't really enjoy it. Right. Yes. So I felt like the chitter chatter you hear in everybody's conversations. I felt like ushered to go do something else. Like, okay, okay, move along, people. Too many people, move along. So I didn't get to have like intimate moments with the art. Yeah. And that's what I like. So I like smaller museums for that reason. But it was it was beautifully put together. Okay. Um but like being able to digest all of that without someone else's influence. Nobody told me not to walk eight miles. Yeah, Nobody said, oh my gosh, Brianna, 53 minutes, my knees. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, what does it mean? I would have been like, Brie, we're not walking that far. Yeah. So, but I love that. Yeah, I really do. And you said something like um, calling everybody about every experience. Mm -hmm. My godmother and mother when I was in DR said I literally had two calls a day. For real. Yes, because they know. I'll be calling my daughters, look at this, look at this. Mm -hmm. Even I still didn't. Mm -hmm. I still didn't listen. But just enjoying the moment yes. of everything. And I have a hard time doing that, and especially if I'm not with my friends, my mom, and all of that. I'm like, nope, all right, I got to call them. They have mm -hmm. to see this. No, just enjoy it. Just enjoy, enjoy it. I think what's beautiful. Or social media. Sorry, I'm not Go ahead. No, nope, Or go just ahead. put it on social media. Everything has to be on social media. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but they have to see it. They have to see what I'm doing. But yeah. it's like, no. 
simple. Just enjoy it yourself. Just, just have a good old grand old time. Like, and that's what I did on that trip. And I think like, if I can give any advice for someone who's thinking about going on a solo trip, go somewhere where there's, where there's a lot to do. Yes. So like, I mean, yes, of course you want to relax and be on the beach, which you won't get in DC, but like, if I walked somewhere on the way back, there was at least like two or three other museums I could okay, go into okay. on the way back. So it didn't feel like, oh, I'm just walking 53 minutes straight. Okay. It felt like, oh, I'm stopping in this museum for an hour and I'm stopping in this place for an hour. So it was just like my day was filled with... And I was delighted though. Yes. I was no, delighted. you looked like you had an amazing, mm-hmm. amazing time. But my question to you is because we are the same person. Mm-hmm. I am so terrified to take a solo trip. And you already know my answer. I'm scared that somebody's going to get sex trafficked. I'm, I'm, <laughs> sorry, y'all, but I'm I'm a scary person. Mm-hmm. And you are too. So mm-hmm. what? what? I mean, I kudos, I'm so happy that you did it and you experienced it and you loved it. But no, I'm, I'm terrified. So what I did, right, was TikTok is my bestie. Yeah. So TikTok is like, when you are going on a solo trip, use TikTok fully to your advantage. Every hotel I was looking at, I was look typing it into TikTok and people gave reviews about how it went. I also typed in like safe places for black okay. women okay. because that, that matters. Yes. Like there's yes. an intersectionality between being a woman, and being black. black, like all of that stuff matters. So I typed in like safe places for African American women to travel. Um when also when I was looking at hotels, there was this one hotel I was literally this close and if you could see me i'm i got my two fingers together like a millimeter apart i was literally <laughs> i was literally this close to booking this hotel and i looked it up on on tiktok and people's experiences were so bad like Black it was women? yes okay. and it was like the the people that worked in the hotel were um like helping Oh, heck no. Whatever these people were doing, like to get into people's hotel room, like women's hotel rooms. Now I'm never going to And all of that stuff. Like, so TikTok saved me from that hotel. It was like, this girl's experience was awful. Like, she was like, um, somebody was like, if she didn't have, you know, that extra latch they have in there? If she didn't have that in there, it would have been over for her. Are you, see, that terrifies me. Yeah. So it was scary in that sense, but I also like paid for security essentially because the hotel I stayed in was very expensive. Okay. Um, but like they had like a man that works okay. in the elevator. Like oh, okay. So yeah, like I pay, like paid extra for what felt like my security. Okay, I love that. Yeah, I love that. and even when I a tip to tips and tricks with Bree. Um, <laughs> I love this. I love yes, it. a tip is um, don't ever tell anybody that you're by yourself. Like when I got in my Uber, when my Uber driver picked me up from the airport, he was like, oh, who are you here with? I told him that my friends were waiting for me at the hotel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, um, I'm here for my friend's birthday. Have a story lined up, especially like if you can't make up a story like on a whim, it's like have a story lined up for your safety. Like, you know, like I was like, oh, um, we're here for my friend's birthday. They're waiting for me at the hotel. Like I'm not, I'm not going to ever tell anybody that, especially a stranger. And he was like an older African guy. I wasn't intimidated, but also like, is my safety over anything else? Like, so I did tell him that um, my friends, I was meeting my friends and we were going to do this. And because he was asking mad questions, I was like, all right, let me see. Nope. Let me out. I want to get out. Yeah. Right now. But it was good. Like, it was everything I didn't know that I needed and very, like, introspective and all of the things. So, definitely do that. Um, I just went on a tangent about that. 
I loved it though. But I, it, I really did. It was fantastic. Go on a solo trip, guys. Go on a solo trip. Or just trip. a trip any any just go on a trip by mm-hmm. yourself without your children, even if your friends are there, because I was with my friends a lot of the time on that trip, but I did make time for myself. Mm-hmm. And I got my own room, which I loved. I did not share a room with anybody. I got a room by myself and it was just so peaceful. Mm-hmm. So peaceful. So what do you think like all right, because we said that focusing on yourself is a cliche, right? Yes. So and you know the answer to this, and everybody knows the answer to this, and y'all probably gonna answer it before Adesia answers it. Um, what do you think when people say focus on yourself? What is that normally in relation to? Like, oh, focus on yourself because what went wrong? Uh, a relation. It can be a relationship. That part, mostly. right? Like, yeah. all the time is because a relationship, some romantic relationship that you mm-hmm. was in went sour yep. and then everybody's like focus on yourself focus on you mm-hmm. worry about you yep. blah, blah blah you got to continue to build yourself up and yep. all of the things literally right? and then we're like well what does that actually look like because mm-hmm. in my 20s when somebody said focus on me i'm like well i don't know what that not that i said i didn't know what it meant or you had a different for for me i know it was okay focus on myself okay i'm going to the club i'm going to do that it was all wrong. Mm-hmm. All wrong, I feel like, in my 20s. I think I was at the club every... Sorry, every second. <laughs> I, every weekend, I was mm-hmm. in the club. Now, no thank you. I'm right. Good. I want to go to the gym. That's focusing on myself. Going, taking a walk. That's focusing... Doing the things that's going to really benefit me. Right. And I think as you mature, your focus on yourself shifts. Yes. Right? Because definitely. like you said, focusing on yourself... In the past was going to the gym, focusing on yourself in the past. I mean, not going to the gym, going to the club, um, focusing on yourself in the past may have looked like hanging out with your friends more. Right. Yes. Right. Just Yeah. Yeah. But maybe I think that now. Now in our maturity, like we realize like, oh, focusing on yourself is finding the things that That make you happy, that make you happy, but also like finding the things that help you operate in your best self. Yes. Right. Like what can I do to continue to build up myself? Mm -hmm. And it brings me to this quote that we was talking about earlier, like when um, people say, uh, I'm I'm losing my train of thought and I hate that for me, especially being on the podcast. Um, (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. um, So... What is it? Um, let me let me pull it up because actually I forgot. So, right when you think about like what your value is, and you think about like what you bring to the table oh. and all of that stuff, right? And a big part of you focusing on yourself is how you develop your value for yeah. someone else, right? So, and a lot of times you say like focus on yourself and what's for you will, will come, come to you, yes. right? Versus like continuing to seek things outwardly. Focus on yourself. Focus on who you're becoming. Focus on who you want to become, right? Mm-hmm. Focus on and be intentional about those things. And then what's for you will be for you. So like a large part of your value comes from what you bring to the table. Yes. And we don't think about it that way. Like we always oftentimes think like, oh, what can you do for me? Yeah. What have you done for me lately, yeah. right? That's saying, is also another cliche right and you think about like oh what someone's doing for you but like we don't we don't really think about like what can we do for someone else yeah like what the two with with the tools that i have right now what do i bring to the table oh right and i think that's a more important question It it is that's a more important question than what can you do for me yes because you have to really think about like what are you how are you adding to someone's yeah, how life? Can we do this together. How mm-hmm. can it 
definitely. Yeah, so I think that a lot of times, like, we really have to start to grapple with and understand that and understand the idea that in order to re- to really receive what it is that you want, sometimes you have to change drastically. Right? Drastically. Right. Yes. Def- oh, sorry. I'm mm-hmm. just- Go ahead. Because I had that question actually asked and I was kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, <laughs> what do I bring to the table? Um, and I feel like once I value myself more, I'll start to learn that answer because right now I I really not that I don't know what I bring to the table because I have this thought in my head like okay I just I'm just gonna be 100% honest I just want to be a wife I want to just cook I want to just clean I want to be a mom just the I don't want to say the basic things because those That's are very, ba- very nothing basic about very, it because a lot of women are not nurturers yes mm-hmm. very hard thing but sometimes that's not enough for somebody you know and I, oh, I don't know where I was going with that, but no, okay. No, no, no. So sometimes it's not enough, right? Yeah. Because, but some people feel that way because there are men or women, whatever you mm-hmm. like, right? There's like men or women who appreciate that. Yes. Right? You want to come home and you want to do this and you want to, and then the, you know that the house is clean. You know that your children are being taken care of. You know that all of those things you don't have to worry about. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we can go with the, um, where that the video we just saw oh yes steve Steve harvey Harvey. right so steve harvey had said that um he said he was on a shannon sharp show i forget what's the name of shannon sharp show Club Shay Shay. He was on Club Shay Shay and he was talking about um men always or boys yes. worried about like, oh, what do a women bring what do women bring to the table? What do women bring to the table? Um, what do you bring to the table? He said. Like, what does um <laughs> when you a man, you know that a woman, um he says, Oh, you got a woman that can make another you. Yes. What else does she need to bring to the table? Yes. How do you feel about that, Adeja? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to be 100% honest. I agree with that. And I think that is because in my head, and it could be wrong to some people, but in my head, like, seeing that provider, like, mm-hmm. why I, uh, and I, it's gonna, people are gonna be like, what the heck? But I don't mind. I wouldn't mind just, like I said, cleaning, cooking, taking care of our children, making sure that my husband, when he comes home, that everything is good and straight for him. Mm-hmm. That is what I want to do. I mm-hmm. want to be, because that's, I feel like it's providing for him. Mm-hmm. I don't want to really go outside and work. I don't. <laughs> and I'm, just, I'm just being 100% honest. That's probably why I ain't getting a call back. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it is the truth. I, I love to cook. Mm-hmm. I love... I mean, I don't, I'm not with anybody right now, but with my daughters, I like, mommy, that was so good. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till my husband come home and be like, girl, yes, yes. eat this food when it's eat, hot. Yes, <laughs> you know that is what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. That is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So I agree with Steve. Yes, I will have the babies, not too many because I already got twins, and I hold on, chill out. I'm gonna go with strongly disagree. I know you. No, don't. you know what? <laughs> I don't. No, that's <laughs> that's not true. I don't. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Let me let me just finish this by saying I would also not mind to have my own like little not little but my own business maybe mm-hmm. at home but I really don't want my own business at home. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
<laughs> no, because I don't want to go out there. Mm-hmm. I'm pointing outside, yeah. I don't want to really go out to the office and everything. But if I had, you know, just something of my own mm-hmm. to help out a little bit. Yeah, so, all right. So I she's... guess I'm trying to make myself sound a little better. <laughs> my fault, man. If soft y'all... life, soft life. Yes. No, but I, I can agree to an extent. So I agree with being... Um, maternal and I agree with being my husband's peace right yes. and if if being my husband's peace looks like me cleaning the house or making food and making sure I'm taking care of the children of course like I love that and don't chew me up but submission is my thing but I also think that submission is a two-way street right mm-hmm. so I submit to my husband because my husband creates a safe space for me to do that yeah my husband almost like commands respect not because of he's commanding it but Mm -hmm. he's so respectful to me that why would i ever want to disrespect you like you create a space for me to soft life all day right however when steve harvey said that the only thing that a he didn't say these words but this is how i took it right pretty much like if a woman is bearing your children then what does she need to bring to the table okay no so when you say it like that that's kind of different so that i'm not just (laughs) that's not all that i can do yeah so it's just like oh well what does it matter what a woman's bringing to the table like um you the man you supposed to provide you supposed to do this you supposed to do that I agree. Like, I think that men should provide. However, I don't agree that me bearing your children is, um, like, the maximum effort that I should put in as far as what I bring to the table. I agree. Especially, yeah, like... no, I agree with that. I also think, like, your partner matters, right? Like, my husband is someone who's very intelligent, so I think, like, mental stimulation is important to him, yeah. right? If I were someone who could not challenge him in his thinking, or if I were someone who can't... And not challenge him, like, oh, fight him with yeah. everything that's... But I'm talking about, like, in those conversations that we have about things that really matter in life. Mm-hmm. Like, if I couldn't challenge him and help him grow in that way, then I think that... I would be, and for that man, it would almost be like useless to him. Okay. Right? For that particular man. But I think that it just matters, like knowing your partner is important, right? Because there might be some men who don't want to be challenged in their thinking about things that matter in life. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So maybe there's there are men out there who feel like, oh yes, cook, clean, make sure my this is iron, make sure this is clean, Mm -mm. and when I come home, give me some... Shalala long long. And, <laughs> and then no, we just okay. go about business. All right. Wait. Now that you say all of that, mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree with what you're saying because I'm not just worth, I'm not just worth like just cooking, just cleaning. No, like that is not all that I can bring to the table. So when you say it like that, it's kind of like, dang, Adesha. No, I don't want none of y'all on here. Any men that's listening, single men, no, thinking that. All I can do is just cook, clean, mm-hmm. and shalala, whatever you just shalala. That. <laughs> no, because that's not true. So, no, okay, I have to change that. Just yeah, and I don't know if he meant, like, that's all you're good for. Like, yeah. I'm not going to put words in his mouth. But it was just like, oh, what does it matter with women, what a woman brings to the table, as long as she, like, she has the capacity to to pretty much like propel you into the future like with your legacy yeah. right so it's just like well what does it matter what she brings to the table i think that that it does matter 
yeah, like that thinking is a little bit regre- regressive for mm-hmm. women just in general. Like, yes, like I, I, I enjoy doing those things for you. Like even with my husband, like I absolutely love making. I want you to eat the food when it's hot because that's mm-hmm. when it tastes the best. Yes. Like when it's when it's just finished cooking, like that gives me joy. I think that also adds to my value, like as a woman, like mm-hmm. it makes me feel good. Yes. Um, to be able to do that. It makes me feel good when my husband comes home and says, Oh, it look good in here. Like oh, it looks nice and clean and like those so- are like to me, like I don't I mean, we are, we're not talking about love languages, but mm-hmm. I don't like that that would literally make my heart mm-hmm. feel so good. Flutter. Yes. Flicky flicky flutter. Like, flutter. Yeah, flutter. Nice and, clean here. <laughs> and now my feet's up, I'm just watching like, right. I love that. Yeah, so I do like I do understand like partially what he means, but I think that I'm I bring so much to the table and I don't I didn't always know that. Like And I think that's that's what it is for mm-hmm. me. I don't have a partner, you mm-hmm. know, that challenges me. Like even sitting here, I just talked to Darian while he was in the kitchen and I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like we're really having a conversation. He's talking. He is making me think like, oh snap. You know, this well, is something I, I could think deeper yes, about. Or, you know, yes. I don't have that right now. So maybe I will think different when I do find that that husband because i'm mm-hmm. manifesting my husband y'all I'm manifesting <laughs> manifestation mom. yes yes so i feel like it could change and somebody to build you up make you want to get out and be like no babe you can do this you mm-hmm. can do that it would make me be like oh, okay that's but also cool. like back to our original yes. stance focusing on you yourself. right so right. like if you focus on you like really and mm-hmm. really being really intentional about that like your value is going to increase and yes. then you're going to begin to really Definitely. start to have an awareness about what you bring to the table to the table exactly. right instead of depending on somebody else to tell me right mm-hmm. so like something that i i did a lot of my growing in my relationship so i yeah. think my experience is a lot a lot different but i think that my husband helped create a space for me to grow. Yes. Right? And we we don't always get that. So shout out to him. So we don't always get space in relationships, have space to grow yeah. or have space to make mistakes <clears throat> and, and say like, oh, this I was wrong about this, but thank you for, for mm-hmm. being there or cultivate, helping me see and cultivate a space to change and yeah. grow and evolve through that. So that's something beautiful. But... um. Now I rem- I remember um my husband saying to me if so if anybody ever asks you what you bring to the table tell them high standards Ooh. right and I was just like hmm I never really thought about that but now that I think about it and I reflect back to relationships even prior to my husband I can remember always upgrading somebody yeah, yeah. like anybody that like. I shared like intimate space with or relationships, even friendships. Like, oh, I could, yeah, like oh, I rem- I could like recall like leaving those relationships and leaving somebody something yes. like upgrading you or having you be better than you were before. And it maybe it's something innate about me that's like um, nurturing to yeah. other people. Yeah, you're um, amazing. You're and I hadn't, I never thought about that before. Yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. So if you. If you want to ask me what I bring to the table, I bring high standards because I'm going to upgrade your partner to me. Upgrade. Yo, you should coming up with the hits. All, all the songs all today. Day. But Beyonce really been in my business. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't. No, but um, shout out. Yeah. Shout out to like people who make space for you to grow. Yeah. Like because even with and it doesn't have to be relationships. Like it can be like people who really 
get you to thinking about yeah you definitely do that for me you always be having me like come on brianna i gotta think no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) no because our conversations are always so deep Mm -hmm. and that's why i think i love this friendship so much because i'm like wow this girl just made me think about that or wow how can i grow or how can i do this better or what it just keeps me on my toes Mm -hmm. and you need that but also like creating a safe space because i feel like yes because you're not judgmental at all that part and i was gonna say that about you see i was gonna say that about you because i feel like the many conversations that we had about the things that were happening in our life like i've never felt judged like i always felt like oh my gosh like this girl is like creating a space for me to evolve and grow like you're like a soft place to land but also like there's accountability Uh right so it's like oh my gosh i'm falling apart i need my friend so i have a soft place to land but also like this person is holding me accountable and challenging me to not be that despite what it is that you're going through so like i think that a lot of times when people are going through their own things. And that's why like, I never have an issue with you in particular because I feel like there's a lot of people who take, take, take yes. and never give yes. and you get weary of them. Like I'm exhausted with you. And you know, I've always said that to you. And you mm-hmm. always have to tell me like, Adeja, no, that's not how mm-hmm. I think. Because sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I just feel like I have the same problem, the same problem. And I don't want to, sometimes I'm like, no, I just won't even tell my friends or I'm okay. Yeah, but I always say to you, like, this yeah. is a give and take. Like yeah. our relationship is a give and take always like it's not like you're just pouring a bunch of things onto me all the time like we're very conscious of what each other have has going on but Mm -hmm. we never allow that to like impede what the other person is experiencing and i think we have like a lot of similarities so that's all that also helps us be like okay like i understand like how can i help you in your situation and vice versa but yes find your divine tribe and we talked about that in our season one podcast but and that's a little bit off topic but that's also a part of you focusing on yourself like finding people that's going to help you grow right yes and not just in the same place you're Mm -hmm. just staying in the same place yes so i want you to think about podcast folks i want you to think about like five things that you can do to really focus on yourself like we no longer want this to be a cliche i want you to really be intentional and um really start to think about like what can i do to be better for myself Mm -hmm. so that what i bring to the table like the tools that i have in my box can build a table exactly right like can even like do i even have all the parts to build the table that i I want, that I want to sit at love, my table. Okay. Stop playing with me, cause you yes. know I got all of the things. No, but that is it's so true. And even you know, start small. Don't overwhelm yourself, cause I literally was I was just talking to somebody and saying that I'm not a person that can overwhelm myself with. Oh, this is what I have to do today, and I gotta do no. Mm. Like I think that I'm gonna start just writing two things, and not even for the whole week, Monday through Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Three things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Three things that I know that is a non-negotiable for me. So do that. Don't start off so big and feeling like you have to, you know, take over the world tomorrow. Because mm-hmm. it's just not going to happen. Yes, and follow through. Follow through. Ooh, and don't have parent mean. guilt. Like, oh. that's something that, I, oh my gosh, I suffered with this so uh, severely. It's terrible. Especially, like, with, and it's something that I still deal with today, but not mm-hmm. as severe. Um, But, like... For a long time, I had, like, parent guilt. Like, God forbid I'm doing something outside of being a mom, Mm -hmm. right? It's just like, oh, my gosh, you cannot do that. 
and and a lot of it is just like what the world thinks yes. right like oh my yes. gosh god forbid you outside without your kid attached to your hip mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying and i think that i was i started learning this i want to say within the past two years maybe since ethan's dad moved to north carolina oh yeah and when ethan went to north carolina the first time i'm like counting the weeks like i'm like um, you're, he, he can only stay for two weeks or like he can only stay for one yeah. week and then I'm going to come pick him up now that his dad's been living there. I'm like, boy, the whole summer, yeah. like, no, for real, I, I wish I had that, but life. I think that is because he's older too. Like he's nine versus like yeah, being younger, all, us, all of that. Yeah. But like last week, last summer, would I have been able to go to DC and have that experience if I wasn't like letting go a little bit like your father is also responsible for Mm -hmm. you like you know what i'm saying like your Mm -hmm. parent your other parent is equally responsible for you so if you're spending the summer with your dad why am i feeling like i'm not doing my part when i do all of the other parts exactly you know what i'm saying when i went to dr that first day I don't even think I don't even know if I told you this. Mm-hmm. I was hysterical. Like, and your and your babies are nine. Yes, I was crying and everything. Like oh my, I just felt like I miss my children. I yeah. miss my children. And I'm like, girl, go have a good time. Mm-hmm. It's okay. And that I feel like that says a lot about us though. Like yeah. we're moms. Mm-hmm. I am a mom. Yes. Like those are my babies. I'm doing anything. I go outside looking a mess. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't be looking a mess. She thinks that in her mind, but she don't. She lying. She never look a mess. Yeah, she's. But all right, all right. Thank you, Brianna. You're Thank welcome. you. But anyway, that's why I'm telling you, <laughs> I get you a friend like her. But no, it's the truth. Like we have to also give ourselves grace. Mm-hmm. You know. So I love that. Yes. So focus on you. Find ways to reiterate. Find ways to focus on yourself. Um, make a make a goal, whether it's half of the week or yep, the whole whatever week. Whatever works for you. And follow through. If you're trying to start a business, then think about like what can I do for this business this week? Yep. Um and just make little goals. It don't it doesn't have to be long term. Make little goals for the for the week or for the day. Literally, that's mm-hmm. I think that's what I need to do. Just for the day. I'm gonna make sure that I go to the gym. I'm gonna make sure I drink that half gallon of water, that one gallon, whatever you wanna do, whatever helps you. I'm gonna get up an hour earlier. Mm-hmm. Brianna. <laughs> I, yes that's what i'm gonna do that's the goal i'm setting for for this 30 upcoming minutes week. earlier oh my gosh it's so can, hard uh, look, look, yeah, it's the truth it's you can get so up at, you can get up at six who all right yes all right i'm gonna do it you don't get up at six we're gonna work through this together y'all yeah and i just want to leave you with this right the more you choose you right the more you choose to focus on yourself the less you seek to be chosen by Ooh. others i'm leaving y'all with that I love that. I love you, friend. I love you, too. I love you, listeners. Oh, wait, wait. I'm All sorry. Right, one more thing. One more thing. Just because she just said it. And I, I don't know where I heard it from, but when every time Brianna texts me, y'all, she does not just say, love you. This girl says, I love you, too. And I'm... T- <laughs> no, I, I love you, friend. And I'm telling you, I think that really... that When you did that that day, I was like, oh, <laughs> I love you, too. You know, I always be texting my friends. I love, love you. Love you. Oh. There's a difference. And you really love me. I love you. I'll be loving my friend. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Bye, (laughs) y'all. Sometimes you have to grapple with the idea that in order to receive what you want, you have to change drastically. And though this may not feel like a love letter, but instead a call to be accountable, the only way to show true love to yourself is to live in the truth of who you are today. And the only way to do that 
is to take the veil of who you think you are off and get real with who you've been showing up as lately. And that, my friends, requires focus on you.